Hey there, everybody. This is Dan Trottencheck, and welcome back to Take Care of Business podcast. Um, uh, of all the things that we've seen happen over the last year and a half, two years, um, there's been an outsized impact and emphasis on small and locally owned business. Um, you, you know, in a in a negative and a, a positive way. I, I mean, you, you know, you just have to look around and. And, and you see that there's been a renewed interest amongst consumers about patronizing small businesses. Um, but at the same time, you know, small businesses in a lot of ways faced kind of the brunt of the uh, challenges brought about by what we've seen uh, in the last 18 months. Uh, there's hardly one of us that probably can't look around and see one of our favorite restaurants or other businesses that's gone now um, as a result of the uh, the economic conditions and everything else that's happened. And so what better time to start thinking uh, more intently about how we as as uh, advocates for small business can come together and really recognize the importance of small business and not just small business, but the kind of the, the Main Street uh, America that, that we always talk about that these small businesses are such a big part of. And um, our guest today is is friend of the program, Bill Brunel. And Bill is the co-founder of an organization called Independent We Stand, which is uh, completely an advocacy group for uh, small businesses and independently owned businesses. And for the past five or six years, they've been doing something called their American Main Streets Contest. And uh, they're getting ready to kick that off. And it's gonna be a little bit different this year, kind of looking at uh, how small businesses and how Main Street America is recovering in the wake of the last 18 months. Uh, so you're going to want to hear what Bill has to say, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about the contest, but also just a little bit about uh, the situation facing America's main streets and small businesses uh, that, that make uh, such a big part of that. Uh, so hang in there, stay tuned. And after this quick word from our sponsor, we'll be back and uh, talk to Bill. Are you ready to sell your business? There are a number of reasons why store owners might want to sell, and it can be daunting to figure out where to even start. Now you can advertise your business for sale with NHPA's Retail Marketplace. NHPA frequently receives inquiries to help retailers sell their businesses, so this marketplace gives store owners a cost-effective way to advertise their store to more than 40,000 retailers in the home improvement industry. The likelihood is much greater that a potential buyer for your business will be found amongst the people who are already in the industry, so you can connect with them here in the NHPA Retail Marketplace. Public and private listings are available, and to learn more or get your listing today, go to yournhpa.org backslash marketplace. That's your, Y-O-U-R, nhpa.org backslash marketplace. Hey, Bill, welcome uh, back to the program. Uh, always appreciate uh, uh, taking time out. You and I, uh, not only have we uh, shared the podcast stage before, we get to sh uh, share the seminar stage occasionally. And uh, and so it's always good to see you. And uh, I'm sure you have been pretty busy. Uh, how are things going? Doing great, Dan. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, talk with you again. Uh, NHPA has always been a, a great partner of ours. I also enjoy presenting with you uh, in different uh, places all over the country because uh, you, in, in my mind, are one of the biggest uh, 
supporters of local businesses that I've ever worked with. So good to well, good, to, we, good to hear from you again. Looking forward to it. I uh, very much appreciate that, and and, and right back at you. Uh, you. You know, and I know you you've been on the program before, but but for those who might be listening for the first time, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Independent We Stand is? Um, you know, and and this is kind of what you get up and you work on every day is helping small and independent businesses. So tell us what tell us what independent we stand is and what you guys do and a little of the background of it. Sure. Well, actually, we are celebrating our tenth uh, year. Wow. In twenty twenty one, we were first launched uh, in two thousand eleven uh, uh, with the uh, support of our really our founding sponsor, uh, Steel, and there are now ten thousand plus independent. Um, dealers. And it, it really started as kind of a cause marketing campaign. Um, you know, Steel only sells their products through locally owned businesses, and they were looking right. for a way to help their dealers out with, uh, you know, marketing resources, uh, education tools, tips, uh, and some way to set them apart from the big box stores. And so um, at the time, I worked for a public relations firm that came up with the idea. Uh, it took off from day one. Uh, we actually built a buy locals. Um, database uh, on the website at independentwestand.org to help consumers uh, find uh, local businesses. And, you know, for the first few months, we literally had thousands and thousands of steel dealers um, without much, many other types of businesses. But as soon as we went live, we had uh, tattoo parlors uh, reaching out to us, bookstores, uh, record stores. How can we get involved? And Steel, being the first class com company that they are, said, look, if these people actually qualify as a locally owned business, yeah. why don't we share the resources with them uh, as well and help them stand out and build their local brands? Uh, and it's just taken off. Really, it, you know, as I mentioned a few moments ago, it started as a marketing campaign and just grew into a movement. And uh, it has been one of the most rewarding experiences I have ever um, done and uh, you know you you get a chance to talk to a local hardware store owner and and maybe she's the granddaughter of the original uh, founder and now she's taken over and she's also a volunteer uh, on the local school board she outfits the local little league team with jerseys um, I just I get goosebumps every time I talk about it because they are such good people and it's so wonderful to be a part of that. Um, but, our, you know, um, the mission essentially is to educate consumers about the importance and uh, really the the uh, very strong economic impact that locally owned businesses have on their community and then work with locally owned businesses to give them the ability to to build their local brands and stand out from the big box stores and national chains. Um, it's been a fun ride. You've been a part of it, Dan, um, you know, um, and right now, I think. The buy local movement is stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, you know, with COVID breaking in March of last year, in fact, we were getting ready to go on a, on a promotional road trip with you guys in <laughs> yeah. uh, California. I think we were supposed to start in Seattle, as a matter of fact. Um, I think people really understood that those small local businesses that they may have taken for granted in the past were a really important part of their communities. I know our social engagement went through the roof. We had more businesses sign up last year than ever before. Um, there was lots of media attention. And, uh, uh, you know, there's been some recent research by Intuit and a couple others that have shown that, oh, yeah, consumers do care about those local businesses. And um, um, it, it's just it's 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 so important to take care of these local businesses and keep those communities strong. 
can't even well, you, you know and you look at for one it's hard for me to believe that it's that it's in a lot of ways that it's only been 10 years wow. that independent because it seems like we've been working on stuff and, and working with you guys for a long time but but over those 10 years it just seems like year after year the um understanding and support for independent businesses and supporting local business has grown you know it kind of grow, grew from this sort of niche like oh you know yeah it's kind of cool to make sure i support my local business to now it's it, it's it's really been um like so many things COVID in a lot of ways served as kind of like this catalyst for people to say whoa no it, it, it we, we had a firsthand uh view into what happens if we can't patronize local businesses. And, and, and I, and I said in my intro a little bit about, you know, everybody has kind of known, I mean, I can certainly list a handful of the, our favorite local restaurants or so on that are no longer here because of what we've seen. And, and, and in some ways you wonder if that was kind of a, a wake up call. Um, you know, I know you've said this before, who wants to live in a community where you don't have your local businesses, where, where, where everything is so sterilized and, and homogenized that you don't have that, um, you know, and, and you might have even brought this comparison and, and I've, I've stolen it if, if it was you that brought it up. But someone had once said, you know, like when you have friends coming in to visit from out of town and you want to impress them. You don't take them out to the Olive Garden. You take them out to your favorite local restaurant, you, you know, and that's because it's not just it, it's representative of where you live and it's representative of your neighbors and the people that are around you. And and if if any small bit of good has come out of what we've seen from the last 18 months, maybe it's the the recognition of how important small business is. And 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 I guess I'll ask you what are, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, you guys certainly support independent home improvement stores, paint stores, hardware stores, lumber dealers. But, you know, part of this movement, if you look on you guys' website and watch the videos, it's also the bicycle shops and the flower shops and the and the, and the the restaurants and the delis and so on. What are you, what, what's going on out there right now where we stand uh, uh, in the economy and in, in the, what's happening with small business right now? Wow, that's a, 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 a great unknown. Well, um, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier in our conversation, uh, we were set to go on that road trip um, last uh, March, um, traveling down the West Coast, visiting all sorts of locally owned businesses. And it came to a point when things really started heating up, especially in Seattle and San Francisco, um, that we had to cancel the trip. Yeah. And um, it's um, as you know, it's a complicated process. We're you know trying to hit five cities in five days and interview all sorts of businesses. And we try to stay local and eat local and the whole nine yards. So it's a complicated process. Um, I actually do a spreadsheet for our schedule and it's about <laughs> six pages. <laughs> wow. And but I was the one that had to call these businesses and, and hotels we were staying out and say, you know what, we've had to cancel yeah, the trip. Yeah. And you could hear the uncertainty in their voice yeah. um, it was a very, very emotional time for everybody, especially them. Um, yeah. You know, they didn't know that business was going to be open, especially the hotel owners. Cause I mean, they were the, that, that at first they had no visitors, they had no book. Yeah. No um, and then an interesting thing started to happen. We'll talk more about the America's main street contest in a few, but that started right about that time last year as well. Yeah. 
um, we started seeing our social media engagement, again, just go through the roof as the media attention started to really increase on the plight of these small businesses, restaurants and, and uh, hotels. I didn't know what business category was going to do well. I didn't think any business category was going to do well. Um, and, you know, give it a couple weeks, three or four weeks, and all of a sudden you see people who are stuck at home looking at their, you know, walls or their crappy yard. Um, they needed something to do, so they started painting and trimming and fixing. Yeah. And the hardware stores, home improvement stores, just, I mean, you saw it. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, went, and then and then if you wanted to do something like, you know, get outside and ride a bike or buy a boat or yeah. uh, what it was, the thi I think the businesses that hurt the most and they're still hurting were those personal services like salons and, and yeah. gyms. Um, they, they really uh, suffered. In fact, I saw a preliminary report from the Small Business Administration. Nobody knows at this point exactly how many small businesses closed um, during COVID. There's a prediction it's somewhere between 150,000 and 200,000. And a, a big part of that were those personal services folks. You know, if you couldn't cut air, yeah. you couldn't make any money. Um, and um, things, are, I think, are still pretty tough for them, especially with the fourth wave that we're looking at. Um, yeah. And, and as we sit here, who knows? <laughs> you know, you think we, you think you and I were just talking about all these these terms like post COVID, and we're like, is it really post COVID? <laughs> you know, uh, knock on wood here. I, I guess. Yeah, not hard on wood. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, one thing you brought up that I think is interesting is um, it, it, it just kind of also speaks to the heart of small business and what they bring to the communities. And, uh, you know, just a little anecdotal story that I'll tell is is um, our youngest daughter works for a small business. She works for a salon and spa, uh, um, you know, a, a pretty well-known one here in the Indianapolis area. And uh, and they were one of those businesses that that had to close. I mean, they, they didn't get a choice. They had to. And and my daughter had relayed the story about the owner of the of the business was just in tears. And it wasn't because she was thinking about what's going to happen to my business. She was upset, worrying about all the people that worked for her, about about how are you going to get by? Uh, you know, because in that business, it's it's you, you, you know, you do your appointments and that's how you make money. And and what struck me about that was that's so typical of a small business owner. It's not it's not a corporate office 1500 miles away that says, oh, shut down the Indianapolis branch, whatever, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that, that that leaders in corporate America don't have hearts too, but, but it, it's so much closer to home when these people that she really cared about, she was more worried about them than she was the state of her business. And, and it's not just about, you, you know, I, I, I almost feel bad talking about, oh, well, it's great to have the restaurant you like and the salon you like to go to. But it's also about having people that care about their employees and add that to the community and everything they give back to the community. Um, it, 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 you know, small business isn't just about, well, I like to have those because I, I want an option on where I can go get a cheeseburger, although that's certainly nice. But, but, but the other side is, is all that small businesses do to support America and America's main streets, which is my segue <laughs> into your other endeavor, 
um, which is 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 uh, kind of become a signature of what you guys do, and that's and that's the America's Main Streets contest. Um, and now more than ever, uh, this is important. So so why don't you tell us a little bit about what what I'm talking about? What is the America's Main Streets contest, and what what does it do exactly? Sure. Well, the, um, we are going into our sixth year of the America's Main Street Contest, and we originally came up with the idea to, to recognize all of the uh, important Main Street groups, downtown associations, by local groups across the country, um, and especially the small businesses that help them thrive. Um, there's a great uh, organization called Main Street America, and they have about 1,400 uh, Main Street group affiliates uh, across the country. And when we first started looking at the great work these folks were doing, bringing back, you know, uh, um, uh, Main Streets that were in, in bad shape and really focusing on uh, attracting small businesses, residents to those Main Streets, um, it was really taken off. So we said, you know, how can we, how can we contribute? And uh, came up with the idea, consumers can nominate their favorite Main Street group, Chamber of Commerce, Downtown Association, um, and uh, we give them 25 grand uh, at the end of the contest. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's not a huge amount of money, but um, uh, we actually uh, had a Main Street in Maryland, Sykesville, Maryland, which is 20, 30 minutes outside of Baltimore. And they used their $25,000 last year specifically to help the businesses stay open during yeah. COVID. Um, they did all sorts of really cool grassroots stuff with it. And uh, um, not one business closed during COVID. In fact, they attracted two yeah. new businesses. And, um, it, it, you know, I, it, it, you talked about um, the emotion behind some of these small businesses sometimes with your, um, your daughter's, um, the, the business that your daughter worked for. Um, when you go to a small town, main streets are all about family as well. You know, yeah. not just in those family businesses, um, but on those main streets. It's a place for the community to come, to, to talk, um, to uh, cry, to laugh, to be entertained. Um, and um, um, they're all over the country. And, and, right. and, and this, again, the contest is really to bring attention to what they're doing. I think last year we had probably 200 plus uh, entries in 45 states across the country and 1.5 million votes. Wow. Um, and little old Sykesville, Maryland population. Oh, I'm probably going to get this wrong. Six to seven thousand. <laughs> um, well, and, and, you know, I, I think that uh, it, I travel a lot. You know, I've been getting back to travel. You, you travel a lot. And even looking around here where I live, kind of on the west side of Indianapolis, but Main streets are are kind of going through this renaissance. When I think of, and I'm not talking about sure downtown Indianapolis, you know, kind of the the, the urban area is you know bustling and kind of uh, you know enjoyed that resurgence a while ago. But I'm talking about the small communities out where I live, Plainfield, Indiana, Avon, Indiana, Brownsburg, Indiana. These are places no one's ever heard of unless you live in this area. But all of them, I can think, have made real investments in their main streets. And, and we're, we're seeing just a little community of Plainfield that, that we go through sometimes. They've added kind of like um, upscale apartments down on their little main street area where now they're and it's an alternative for, you know, people who might think about, oh, I want to move into the city. Well, now Plainfield's main streets kind of getting revitalized and you're starting to see these businesses come in and you're starting to see that in a lot of places. And and so I guess 
the timing is right right now. The, the, the timing is right to blow the horn for small business, to really beat the drum for supporting and recognizing and revitalizing Main Streets. And, and something like this um, is, is, can be a big part of it. You say $25,000 isn't a lot, but I, I guarantee a lot of those main streets across the country would say, Oh no, Bill, that's a, that's a lot. We yeah, can really you know, put that to good use. Yeah. You know, I said that and on several occasions we essentially doubled their yearly budget. So um, yeah. 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 And, and so, so how does the contest work exactly? And cause I want, you, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, everybody's a consumer, everybody lives and, and, and patronizes businesses in their town. But a lot of our, uh, you know, listeners are independent business owners and so on who might be on a main street or might want to recognize and celebrate the main street in, in their area. What, what, what does the contest look like and how do you get involved in it? Sure. Well, it's it's beginning. It begins at 10 a.m. on Monday, September 13th, and runs until right. December 20th when we announce a winner. Uh, the first, it's the first. Um, um, I think it's four weeks. A uh, business or a customer, or even the Main Street Group itself, can come in and nominate themselves on the on the website, which is MainStreetContest.com. Okay. Uh, it's a very simple process. You tell us a little bit about the organization. Um, we will vet each one to make sure they're a real thing in the whole nine yards. So we're not just giving $25,000 to some good <laughs> yeah. child. And um, essentially the community rallies and then votes for their Main Street. Um, and what's what's been wonderful about the contest is we've had Main Streets from major metro areas actually enter the contest. Yeah. And the little guys have won That's six, awesome. excuse me, five out of five years. Um, because they're just, uh, you know, nothing against the bigger main streets, but the, the small town main streets. I mean, this is this is a, a, a great way to spread the word. And um, we have people that, you know, are writing to their local editors they're posting on Facebook. They're putting banners down Main Street. Please vote for us. Um, it's an amazing process. After uh, that initial few weeks, we actually um, uh, uh, tally the votes and the top 25 um, nominees are then moved to the second phase of voting. Okay. Um, and um, uh, then it really heats up because they, they now know that they're in the running and um, the engagement just goes through the roof. We actually moved it. We've been doing it in the spring for the last uh, five years and really wanted to uh, maybe move it to a more COVID-friendly time. Okay. Uh, and in addition, take advantage of all the hype around Small Business Saturday. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and the winter holiday, so that's why we moved it this year. And uh, it's a very simple process. I would encourage anybody. And and we keep using the term Main Street. It doesn't have to be a Main Street group. It could be a bi local group. Uh, it could be a downtown association. It could be a business development association chamber of commerce right although if if you nominate a chamber of commerce we'd love to hear about what they're doing currently to okay. promote the local businesses that always helps and um right you've got a, you've essentially got 300 words to tell us about why this main street deserves this award so you know spend some time think about what they've done what they're planning uh and spread the word once you vote we actually when you vote you can actually share that vote on Facebook and Twitter, and I think oh, like okay. LinkedIn very easily, so you can spread the word uh, in your community, and uh, uh, it's a fun time. It really is. I've seen communities just rally um, 
their entire community. In fact, that's what Sykesville, Maryland did. And again, it started last year on February 27th, and we expected the contest to completely flop. <laughs> and it for the first two weeks, it did. Actually, the nomination numbers were down last year, and I think that's because everybody was just you know, a deer right. in headlights with COVID. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, just started really heating up. Um, and so at the end of the contest, again, we had one and a half million votes. That's and so awesome. Little Sykesville, Maryland, which is one of the coolest main streets I've ever been on, won. Well, and, and, and important to underline, you know, this isn't, again, the name of the contest, contest is America's Main Streets Contest, but it's really about communities supported, that are supporting, actively supporting small and independent businesses. And, and, and I'll just go back to, you know, 10 years ago um, when I would talk about independent home improvement. And I would always say, you know, other independent businesses that were kind of, you, you know, uh, just torn apart by the rise of the category killers. And, and I would list things like bookstores and, 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 and things like that. Well, now in a lot of those areas, we work really closely with the American Booksellers Association, as do you guys. And bookstores, uh, independent bookstores have seen this resurgence. I mean, my, my uh, brother-in-law, we're all kind of you, you, me, him, we're all the same age group. So we remember when music wasn't downloaded, it was actually came on a big black disc. Um, and, uh, and he's, I mean, record stores are just uh, the, 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 one of the record stores here in uh, Indianapolis just came back after COVID and they've doubled their size because the business is so, is so successful. So, so, America's uh, small businesses across a lot of uh, uh, areas are really uh, experiencing this revitalization. And these organizations that help promote that are so important to recognize and support them. Even if you don't enter your local uh, organizations in the America's Main Streets contest, it is so important to support those organizations um, and and connect with them and see what you can do. Um, and I'd extend that same thing to supporting Independent We Stand. Uh, you know, if you're unfamiliar with what Independent We Stand does, make sure you go to their website and, and see what they do. And and Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's independentwestand.org is, is your web address. Sure is. It's a great place for both consumers who will learn more about uh, the economic impact of their locally owned businesses, as well as as, as small businesses. Um, thanks to our sponsors, including Steel and Do It Best and Nationwide Marketing Group and now Timber Flooring, we can offer all these services, tools, yeah. tips, everything from the social media graphics to point of sale materials for free uh, yeah. as long as you sign up. And then you'll also appear in uh, the uh, uh, locals only search engine that we've created. Um, you know, and I know you know this uh, better than most, but these small business owners, you know, they're turning on the lights at 6 a.m. Uh, they're ordering product. Um, yeah. They're dealing with personnel issues. They're stocking shelves. And then, you know, they work until nine o'clock at night. They're beat. And some marketing expert says, oh, now it's time to tweet. <laughs> it has to be very engaging. You need a really cool graphic. Um, and that's where we come in. We've got, again, a full suite of materials free to um, uh, any small business that wants to sign up as long as they're locally owned. We actually do ask some questions to make sure they, they are. Um, it's absolutely free. And uh, 
You know, the, the big box stores, they've got, you know, what, 15, 20 people that are just doing social media in their big corporate office. At and, least, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, small business owners don't have that time. And they certainly, I mean, not all of them do. Um, but that's where we can be a resource. And again, it's yeah. independentwestand.org. Uh, you can actually go there and, and sign up for free. We do have a premium membership level. It comes with some more bells and whistles, but I'm not going to spend any time um uh, promoting that see for yourself if you're interested great helps us continue the cause um but uh again a, a whole bunch of of marketing materials and and i travel a lot like um you do and dan i think we have a, a presentation together at the do it best market this right. fall if you're at one of those events please come see us talk um i i mean it, it's it's really been fun with you dan because we usually pack the house do we not yeah we usually get it we, we usually get a pretty good crowd and and a lot of that is, you know, again, one we had a, a retailer tell us long ago, one of the biggest challenges for independent businesses to overcome is the challenge of scale yeah. um, of, of, you know, individually, we can't do the kind of things that we can do when we work together. And and what a great example of of utilizing uh, some uh, economy of scale is relying on organizations like NHPA or Independent We Stand that have this 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 broad range of resources available to you that are absolutely free. And, and I'll just tell you guys as another plug for Independent We Stand. I mean, this is top quality stuff. I mean, you go there and watch the videos they've produced, watch uh, you look at the social media assets they have. I mean, this is, you know, uh, like Bill said, I mean, you know, his background is marketing and PR and all this. This is an agency level stuff that you're getting here absolutely free. The same kind of quality stuff that Home Depot and Lowe's and all those other companies pay, pay tons of money to have done. Um, that you have access to for free because of the because of the support of, of sponsors uh, that Bill just talked about uh, and what they're doing to give back to these independent businesses and to this cause. So I, I definitely encourage you to go there and see what's available. Absolutely. And again, and I'm not trying to plug it too much, but I, we couldn't do it without our sponsors. Um, yeah. You know, Steel, Do It Best uh, are obviously part of a growing number of manufacturers and distributors that understand the power of independent retail. And, uh, um, you know, any way that we can help a small business stand out from a big box store or a national chain, we're going to do it. Um, it and a great way to, to recognize the, the organizations in your community. Again, uh, go to mainstreetcontest.com. It's a .com, correct? Yeah, uh, well, MainStreetContest.com and and look at how you can <laughs> after September 13th. Yep. And uh, and we'll keep, uh, you know, like we said, our organizations are very like minded. So keep watching uh, your weekly newsletter from us and, and our magazines every month uh, that we'll be sharing more details about this and reminding you guys uh, when the contest is kicking off and reminding you about uh, the uh, resources that you can take advantage of through Independent We Stand. And as Bill said, uh, as market season starts getting going, knock on wood, hopefully we're seeing each other face to face. Make sure you see if Independent We Stand's there and stop by and and, and say hello to Bill and, and see what you guys can do together because they offer a lot of resources. Um, uh, and, and Bill, as always, I appreciate you taking time out to come on uh, uh, the podcast and uh, spread the good word. And man, a decade of out, out there working for uh, 
independent businesses. And, you know, we talk about this resurgence and and I, I guarantee you that what you guys have done has made an impact. Uh, and we appreciate on behalf of all the independent retailers we represent, all the hard work and blood, sweat and tears you guys and your team are putting into helping. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I, I really appreciate the kudos, but it really uh, the small business owners deserve it. We're good. We're good storytellers. You know, I've got a I've got a, a crack uh, marketing and PR staff, uh, designers, social media folks that really know how to tell a good story. And that's the best way to promote the importance of a small locally owned businesses is to tell their story. So um, all the credit and kudos should go to those families that are you know, working their tails off. Yeah. To, uh, open, run, keep a business alive. And uh, that's exactly why we do what we do. Well, you know, and, and just adding to that to kind of put a bow on it, Bill, again, so much of that is about keeping the business alive. But every one of the folks that we talk to that run small businesses and COVID is a good point, it, it, you know, was a good a good, good sort of reflection period because all these small business owners were worried about their communities. They were worried about not just their own business, but like I was the story I was talking about their employees and also worried about how do I help the other businesses in my community stay afloat? Um, and, and how do we help our community uh, during these times? And, and again, I don't want to demonize corporate business because, you know, we all we all patronize those kind of businesses and, and, and they do good. But but we can't do it at the expense of small business and recognizing that. So so uh, anything we could do to draw attention to the cause of small business, we're all for uh, pulling in the same direction, at least, Bill. And, 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 and I agree with you. We are just the uh, we are just kind of the, the conduit that tells the stories uh, of what these uh, what these uh, small businesses are doing for their communities. So we appreciate you uh, being on the front lines of that fight. Yeah, well, I, I, I always enjoy our conversations, Dan, especially in person, which I am so looking forward to. Absolutely. Hopefully in another six weeks or so, we'll get to be standing side by side presenting once again. Thanks so uh, again, thank you so much for coming on the program, Bill. And and, and one last time, it's independentwestand.org and MadeStreetContest.com. Make sure you check those out.